Reason number seven, it is unacceptable in any other profession. I don't care if you work for McDonald's, Goldman Sachs, or the Washington Post. If you speak to your employees the way that so many of us coaches speak to our players, you'd be fired on the spot or sent to anger management that very day. There is very, very, very few businesses in the world today in 2019 that would ever allow or tolerate their leaders to speak to their employees that way, especially in front of all their customers, which is essentially what coaches do when we yell and scream at our players on the sideline in a, in a gym full of people and fans. We tear people down right in front of everybody else and publicly humiliating them often. Reason number eight, it's a double standard. It's a double standard. As a coach, we seem to have this past, this past to be able to yell and criticize uh, our players and to scream at them, but everybody else is held to a, this other standard, right? The players can't speak to the coaches that way. The players can't speak to even each other that way. In fact, they're expected to often to come in and build the people back up, even the assistant coaches. They're not you know, not asked to, to yell and scream at the players. They're, they're asked to come in there and help build the players back up after we go after them really hard. And this is a double standard when in fact, what we should be doing as a leader is we should be setting the example, the example of how we should communicate, how we should hold people accountable, how we should criticize in a way that is demanding without being demeaning. Number nine, you are not preparing them for the real world. People like to argue. They like to argue that when people are, when a coach is yelling and screaming at his players or her players, that they're toughening them up. They're, they're, they're preparing them for the real world. But here's the truth. The truth is the world doesn't need more of that. The world needs more leaders who set an example worth following. We need leaders out there who lead with love and kindness and respect, not fear and intimidation. We need leaders who respect the dignity of people. Reason number 10, and my last reason for why we shouldn't yell at our players is this. There simply is a better way to coach. There simply is a better way to coach. James Clear on my podcast posed this question for coaches. Is the way that I first learned to coach the best way to coach? And I ask coaches this all the time now. I say, is the way that I'm currently, the way that you're currently coaching, is that the best way to coach? We've gotta be asking that question all the time. And reasons one through nine that I've given on this series here have gone into some of the science, some of the experience, some of the logic behind why yelling isn't the best way to coach. And I'm not saying coaches that yell are bad coaches. As a coach, I've yelled plenty of times and still fall into that trap, just as I do as a parent. But every time I do, I know I can sit back and reflect and I can come to these realizations of what would have been a better way. And so we have to work at this. We have to train ourselves as coaches. We have to really retrain ourselves because our default mode of operation so often is to yell, to scream is our instant reaction. But there's better ways to do that. So that was part three of my three-part series on why we shouldn't yell at our players. You can also get um, the whole series there. I'm posting on social media. Um, I posted a video on YouTube and I'll be sharing it in my weekly newsletter uh, this week. So if you don't subscribe to the newsletter, go to thriveonchallenge.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter there. And also while you're there, you can pick up a copy of my book, Calling Up, Discovering Your Journey to Transformational Leadership.